The team color bum bum. The look was the arms on me again. Little different side, different fashion. You know? Tell me, say one thing, Nancy can't understand. Who one thing, Nancy can't understand. What make them a talk about me? Ambition. Say what make who them a talk about me? Ambition. Come and say some of them a ask me when me get. All right, we are back. It is Saturday evening towards uh, the end of April, and I'm sitting here all by myself, socially distanced in Oak Hill at the old oak table. But fear not, through the miracle of technology, we are going to go record this here podcast, episode 45, with none other than Mark. Ted, who's disappeared, <laughs> um, Ben, what's happening? Carl is MIA, but we expect him to pop back in at some point. Andrew's coming to us from Tennessee, what and up, what up? everyone's favorite YouTube sensation. We are honored to have the Me. one and only huge fly fisherman Ben Siddig joining us for the episode. How's everybody doing? Good. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right. Doing well. I'm kind of nervous about talking because you, you got that FFBI hat on. Makes me want to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're the one recording this, not me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche. So, what happened to Ted? Did I don't know, hear? man. Uh, maybe Justin Trudeau like snatched him or something. Maybe he was violating <laughs> some kind of border crossing. <laughs> he should be able to join back in at any time. No, he's he, he's still if there. If he chooses to. Oh, see, I don't it's see him on my screen at all. The lights went off. Okay. So um, I think we're like um, at least here in Florida, we're entering week five, or we're just wrapping up week five of uh flattening the curve straightening the hills it's it's it's, every time i hear them say that i i start you know thinking duke's a hazard theme i'm like you're getting it wrong man it's flattening the hills and straightening the curves curves. not flattening the curves you fucking idiots haven't you ever seen tv gosh there's ted well, there was Ted. Sorry, I was just getting the beer. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. So, um, how's everybody uh, weathering the COVID storm? Everybody uh, retaining their sanity? No. And it's, it's not due to the COVID storm. It's, it's due to our weather. I'm preventing us from getting on the water. It's, it's been rather fucking sketchy. Uh, yeah. The past couple of days that I've had the opportunity uh, and not, you know, being essential and all me working as much as I have been the days off, it's like fucking storming. Right. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow actually looks like it might be nice, though. Yeah, it's been it snowed here for about a week and then we had a nice day yesterday <laughs> and then it's snowing today and it's supposed to go till next weekend. It's supposed to snow the entire time. Yeah, but it's it's not like it's that spring snow where it's a dry snow. 
Well, no, it's actually it's a wet snow in the spring. But like it snowed a lot of the day today, but none of it really stuck down here at the house. But it's just preventing us from getting outside. Getting outside. Yeah, yeah it's just the weather. I mean, we we have no problem with snow, but it's just nasty out there. Right. Whether yeah. it's me getting outside or just getting these kids out of the house, they're going mm-hmm. crazy. Man. So like you know? when when you're having those spring little snow showers or, or whatever you're having, like what's the temps out there? Like just over thirty or under thirty? Yeah. Like it's not like super right cold. Right around the thirty. No, okay. it's not super cold. No, in the in the night it's in the twenties maybe. But no, right around thirty. You know, but right. but like uh, yesterday it was sunny and we fished and I think the temp got up to like fifty and it was beautiful. It was oh wow! No jackets on. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you fifty? Wow. I'd be bundled. <laughs> no, it was nice though. But, I mean, you know, once that sun starts beating down. That's true. I suppose. Hey, so how close are you to 11 Mile Canyon from where you are, Ben? Oh, uh, probably two hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm he's north. north. He's north. Yeah. Total day trip. Total day trip. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a piece of cake, dude. But there's a big problem with that, and that I have the big uh, anti South Platte River issue in in my really? brain. Yeah, I don't fish the South Platte, and he it's got kicked out. At this point, it's just it's I've I've gone I've held the grudge for so long. I gotta keep it going. <laughs> you know? Okay, uh, I'm kind of scared to ask why. No, um, this is the perfect opportunity to hear why. <laughs> so, yeah, I so I, uh, I went up there two months ago, and that's when I was like talking to you, seeing how close right. you were to Colorado Springs, and we ended up fishing out there. And I didn't see anything on the surface wrong with it, so I'd be interested to hear. Oh no, I'm sure it's a great fishery. It's definitely scenic and awesome. And it's not just eleven mile, you got Teesman and the Dream Stream and all that. Yeah. Um and to clarify, I did fish the Dream Stream for about an hour one oh. evening. But it was special circumstances and I didn't really take it seriously. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I fished um, uh Cheeseman I thought with you one time, didn't No. No, no, no. We we fished um <laughs> I know I fished it with Scott, but it was another trip that was Scott and Wooly and you, and that was what the blue maybe that we did. No, I don't think I was there for that one. Felt like you were there. Maybe yeah. in spirit. Was, I think that was before I met you. Okay, could be. Uh, yeah. No wonder we had. Was that the trip time. where you went to Rocky Mountain National Park? No, 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 no. Anyway. Um, Cheeseman, when Scott and I went to Cheeseman, I had to stop and get a license so that I wasn't a full poacher. And uh, there was like a super, super teeny tiny little fly shop on the way to Cheeseman. Really cool. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, I can't. Ang- Angler's Covey? No, that's no, 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 no. Well, no, they have one in the Springs too. That's what I'm thinking of. No, there's the. I, I can't remember the one on. It on was the South super Platte. small, like super yeah. tiny. Yeah, anyway, I don't, know. I don't get down lane. there, so I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. So, so is is this um, abhorrent feeling towards the South Platte uh, anchored in your your distaste for people from Denver, and your, your you think that you're going to run into people from Denver on the on the South Platte? Well, it's not. It's also Denver and Colorado Springs, so it's like a double whammy. But the the the, po- <laughs> the point is, is that it's just crowded like you're guaranteed that it's going to be crowded and you know i'd rather you know my goal more than catching fish when i go fishing is to not be around other people 
most of the time. Yeah, um, within so, 50 yards, we had eight people. In our yeah, exactly. Section. That's just not my bag. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Is that the only reason? You're fucking elitist. That, that is the primary reason. And then, yeah. And yeah, like I said, now it's been so long, I could just kind of whoa, whoa, keep, whoa, keep wait. the grudge going. Was that judgment cast by Larry about, you know, spacing and, and fishing around people? Did anybody else hear that? Yeah, I can't wait for that. Well, I, I fish in the middle of the busiest um, estuary on the planet routinely. You, you, of all people, complain the most about someone fishing <laughs> on top of you. Actually, I usually don't complain. I just solve the problem right then and there. That's what push poles are made for throwing. <laughs> They've got that pointy end on them. Yeah, those uh, manatee harpoons. <laughs> so, Ben, are you having the same problem as Chris would be having southwest of you? I was talking with him, and he's complaining about people from the cities. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems to have died down. Uh, so when we first went under lockdown, it was like every single person that had a fly rod fr from Denver came up to the mountains mm -hmm. for a week or so. And it was ridiculous. Every yeah. spot everywhere looked like Fourth of July weekend. Uh, but I think that's died down. Maybe the mm -hmm. weather has something to do with it. But we were out yesterday when it was nice and there were not many people out there. Um and we're still keeping it local. I mean, I drove an hour to fishing yesterday, but that, I was still in my own county, you know. So I'm kind of doing the county, uh, yeah. county within my own county. But uh, yeah, we're we are experiencing that, and it's a tough deal. And like, I know they want to get out of Denver, but we uh, <laughs> we don't want them here, <laughs> right? <laughs> anywhere but which, here. It, which is tough to say because all of us or a lot of us in communities like mine, they're resort communities. We really depend on people and a lot of people, mm -hmm. nobody's making any money. I'm not, I'm not working. My wife's not working. Um, so we really want those people here, but at the same time, we really don't want those people here. Right. Now. Right. We don't yeah. take kindly to your kind round. Here. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a little bit diplomatic about that. I could probably I could probably have some harsher words to say, but I think the I think uh, people are definitely toning it down. So let's say let's say you were to show up at your spot on the river, right? And you, you happen to see another truck there, and I know you you're gonna pass as soon as you see another yeah, truck there. There's going. no way that you're yeah you're gonna keep going. Yeah. Well, let's just say you, you happen to get out and you go, oh, that truck's not a truck that I recognize. You get out and you walk over, and you happen to see the person fishing. What's the first thing you say to them? I'm not. I'm not. I haven't said anything to anyone. No, it wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be like. What are well, you doing? Well, he's too here? busy slashing his tires. In order <laughs> yeah. To, uh, talk. Yeah. No, I'm not going to confront anyone because I, I you Ben know, would call that a townie spot. Ugh. We're not fishing the townie spot. Yeah. No. And and we do know. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell what vehicles are from around here and what vehicles are. Yep. So it's not like a "Can I help you?" conversation. Are you lost? Or no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to back the way you came. Confront so. people. I'm not going to confront people. Do you require um, assistance? Yeah. But uh, do you can, need so, can I can I tell you guys a story about somebody that confronted me on the river this year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So was this a goddamn podcast? <laughs> so um, I was fish. I went to go fishing, and I had one thing in mind. I wanted to go do. One, I wanted to fish this one spot, 
of uh, it was it was in the winter. So was that down at the Tessaberry Hole? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> meeting her down there, meeting her down there. So I went. Well, and I'm telling this story to get maybe some input from you guys. I heard it's a really smelly spot. Smells <laughs> <laughs> like fish. Um, so so uh, I, I'm heading down towards this spot. There are definitely other people around, and it's like probably a mile walk down there, and I've got it in mind. As I get closer, I can see that there's a guide trip right where I want to be, and they're eating lunch. Mm. Um, I crossed over the river. I was going to let them do their thing, and I was just going to wait them out. Um, I crossed over the river, went and sat not really across from them, but not really too far away from them, but I was on the other side of the river. Um, and I sat there, and I had a beer. They finished their lunch, uh, and I didn't, I didn't fish. I didn't string up my rod. I was sitting there having a beer. And uh, they finish their lunch and they start wrapping up, wrapping up. I'm like, cool. All right. They're going to fish until they're done. I'll, I'll wait. I'm not going to flail at their water. I mean, they were there first. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> very respectful. Respectful so I far. Was, I was very try- respectful. I, I was trying to be pretty damn respectful. Um, and instead of fishing guy walks over across, you know, where he could get as close to me as possible and just could, proceeds to tell me lessons about stream etiquette and about uh, how I was cramping their style and I shouldn't be there. And uh, I had a hard time keeping it together. (laughs) Um, So before you go any further, um, like around here, um, we can recognize like who that guide would be by their boat. (laughs) Um, Do do you have a pretty good uh, working... Uh, knowledge base like if you see somebody in the river you're like oh yeah i know who that is that's so and so sometimes yes sometimes no okay um and uh this was not somebody that i recognized i didn't recognize a truck in the parking lot um but i knew he was not a local guide okay um he was either from denver or like summit county or fucking carpet like that yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) but and now in his defense, there were limited places to go at that time, but he could have gone somewhere closer to home. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, it, it ended with some – I think it ended with some F-bombs and stuff. But uh, From you or from I him? I think I was – both of us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't move. I just sat there, and, and they left. But uh, I don't think I did anything wrong, man. So let well, me ask this: Did uh, I didn't I didn't touch the? I sat down, put the fishing rod down, had a beer, and I was still having a beer what, when all that went down. What if any reaction did you see or feedback? Did uh, the sports that were there did they get yeah. involved or did they just everybody sit- kept they kept their mouth shut? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. I would have been. Who is this clown I'm fishing with today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I could have said something about that, but. And he literally was like, you need to learn some stream etiquette. I was just like, oh, my God. Please refer to my uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're kidding me. So when when you have that type of uh, experience on the water, you know the guy's a guide. Um, We're fortunate that if we have a similar instance here, we're going to be dealing with another skiff. And by virtue of the fact that they're guiding on a skiff, 
we know that they're most likely a credentialed captain. So it instantly gives you a title so that when you mm-hmm. talk to that person, you can say, all right, captain. <laughs> and you can really throttle them pretty good um, with, you know, hitting them with captain over and over. Um, is there a sim like, you know, obviously we can joke about, you know, the clients being sports, but like, no, you can't be like, they're... Hey guide. That just no, doesn't come they're... off the right way, you know? No, I think they're more properly addressed just with the middle finger. Well, hey, asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I should, I, I, in my defense, or I, I think I probably could have communicated better when I sat down. Right. But, but still, I'm like, uh, okay. I'm not right. even fishing, yeah. bro. I'm not right. fishing. <laughs> The end all be all is like regardless of like what you're doing or what he's doing, like you can address it by being a dick or you can be like yeah. a normal dude about it. And well, talk it's pretty, it. pretty crazy that like you say, you, you walk down there, they're eating lunch. I mean, worst, worst thing I can say that you did is you cross the river. Oh, and, I crossed the river a hundred yards away. Oh, okay. Then no, oh, well, no harm. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, why would the guy even invest that kind of time like what a what a stooge move on the part yeah, of that guiding professional Pompous. i was just gonna let him fish and then he's trying to tell me what to do and and i forget how it came up but i was like you guys fish like i'm not trying to tell you what to do go ahead and fish and then they just left so <laughs> so i fished <laughs> i think but i think and i think a lot of people in that situation would have considered that all fair game because those guys weren't fishing. Right. They were on the other side of the They're, river, not fishing. They were right. eating lunch. Eating lunch. Yeah. And so what? What is the? Would, what is the rule of thumb out there? Because there's a lot, a lot of of guides here that like to play the, hey man, I'm working. You should yield to me. Yeah, that's BS. Yeah, same here. Well, I mean, that's a personal decision. I don't think it varies regionally at all. Um, I did a question about this on Instagram one time and I got a lot of feedback and I, it was like a poll, I think. And the vast, I think that the majority was that, you know, guides don't have priority. And I agree with that. Uh, I get you're working, but it's my water too. Yeah. Yep. You know? And I've been on both sides of that plenty of times. Right. But that is my, my personal feeling is guys do not get priority. Yeah. Uh, he who got there first, whoever gets there first gets priority. Um, you know, if, if, okay, let's, let's admit, um, I don't get up at the ass crack of dawn anymore. So by the time I wander out there, there's a really good likelihood that all of the quote unquote, a spots are going to be occupied, which I am completely cool with. Like, I will just keep that tiller twisted until I find, you know, my JK or L spot and I'll, yeah, that's why you have plenty of those. Yeah. So like I don't get asked up because there's people in all the spots like that, right. that's cool by me because expected yeah in a, in a couple of hours they're all going to rotate off the water and then I'm going to be out there by myself so it's right cool and that's what that's what happened to us yesterday is we walked in to a place and there was three people there and uh, so we adjusted our itinerary and I'm like listen they're going to fish this whole thing for two hours and then they're going to boogie and. So, you know, we could plan our our itinerary around that. And that's exactly what happened. They were there for two hours and they left because they didn't catch anything because they were there too early. 
So, um, did you ever go back and uh, figure out who the uh, yeller was? <laughs> so I let I didn't I I left this part out of the story. I left some stickers and a note on his truck, <laughs> and uh, and I'm pretty sure he friended me on Facebook like Gross. that night. Gross. Um, but I'm not. I don't have confirmation of that. So so you left a note and stickers as you walked in prior to the uh, kerfuffle after after so because because i fished i fished my i did my thing and when i left i knew they were still on the river i saw them and there was one truck in the parking lot with two rod balls like that's the guy all right so i left a strongly worded a strongly worded (laughs) note and uh directed him to a certain video on youtube yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. I did. I left that part out of the story. <laughs> so, so tell us, Ben how how are you dealing with your your celebrity? Are are you finding that uh, your fishing is getting interrupted these days when you're at the put in or the takeout? Um, in a good way most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Ha- um, have you have you gotten comfortable taking selfies with people? I don't think I've been asked to do that yet. <laughs> I mean, how much do you think I should charge? Five dollars? Ten dollars? Oh, ten. I mean, ten minimum. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Uh, it is. It's fun. I get recognized uh, depending on where I am, which is kind of neat. Um, but uh, anybody yesterday... leaving stickers under your windshield wiper? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. No, and I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Oh. No shit. Like, yeah. come on, people, get with the program. Yeah. Um. We had some flack a couple days ago. I posted a video of us just going fishing, and this guy was just going on and on about how I'm, like, blowing up the river and hot-spotting it and everything. Uh, I'm just like, dude, like, give it a rest, man. (laughs) Like, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. (laughs) Yeah. And I was fishing on a piece of private water, which I disclaimed, so people can't go there, but he was just throwing all kinds of shade at me and whatever. (laughs) So, that's, so that's, that, that's a good segue. Um, I've, I've rather enjoyed of late um, stories where you highlight um, comments in your answers. Um, oh, yeah. So, so do you have like, how, how many like haters do you have that like every video that comes out, you know, guaranteed this one guy is going to have some stupid fucking comment or, or no, do they, they lose interest away. pretty quick? They all go away. There's been a couple that hung around for a while, but there's nobody that's still there, you know? Oh, the but, one and done. Well, maybe not one. Some of them are like a dozen. I'm pretty oh sure there, there's like two people that live to give me a thumbs down in the first 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> monumental waste of time. Literally <laughs> monumental waste of time. Like, it's I, like, I mean, do these people just have nothing better to do? better to I do than so. to just hate on your fucking I think man. so. I think so. Or did you see the one on my stories where I was posting the comments? It was the back and forth for a while and then at the end, the guy's like, oh, well, I didn't actually watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sounds that's real, right. dude. That's real. I'm not making that stuff up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, I mean, everybody knows YouTube comments are like the sewer. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the, you just got to 
deal with it. That and- is, is kind of the craziest thing. Like out of like social media, I would say Twitter is probably the most psychotic, <laughs> followed by YouTube comments, and uh, Instagram is like pretty tame and mellow. There's just a lot yep. of uh, oh yeah stroking well, goes people, on. Well, well, people delete their comments all the time. Well, like yeah, I don't I don't believe in deleting comments, but you know. It's it's tough, but also well, I get a lot of hate thrown my way, but I also talk a lot of shit. So <laughs> if, if I'm gonna talk, if, if I'm gonna give it out, I gotta be able to take it back. You yep. know what I mean? So if I didn't, I'd be an even bigger hypocrite than I already am. <laughs> so Ben, you are definitely probably closer to the mothership, uh, meaning the. Uh, nucleus of the fly fishing industry and some of my show notes um to shift a little bit here is um according to a lot of the higher ups the muckety mucks in the industry it's almost like this was the fly fishing apocalypse um the whole covid um situation um, we were talking right before we started recording, uh, IFD, IFTD is canceled, done, um, which I thought was a, a pretty knee jerk this far away from, from that, yeah. uh, event to go ahead and cancel it. Um, beyond that, um, I personally have seen AFTA putting out a lot of, uh, I don't want to say strongly worded but I think smarmy and fucking condescending would be the terms I would come up with, uh, trying to shame anglers and individuals that are dealing with, uh, the stay at home order, however they choose. Meaning most States, I know in Florida, it's a permissible activity to go and fish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they went so far as like they found some jackhole from, um, meat eater, uh, wrote like a piece complaining that guys were out on boats fishing for striper, uh, on the East coast. And it's like, since when did, when did the fly fishing industry become like the fucking snitches and the, the arbiters of what's true and correct is, is there a feel for that out, out there, Ben? Uh, You know, it's, I think it's the same as everywhere. You know, I don't think it's any different here than it is anywhere else um i think people are trying to be pc you know, or bow to or submit to what they think is socially the norm i don't know i'm not i'm not phrasing it right well don't forget the cardinal rule ben what? snitches get stitches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i have that tattooed on my ass cheek <laughs> but i think it's it's tough to do a blanket statement like that or, or i don't know what app is putting out there but just to say like you can't go fishing is tough man because i can go fishing walking from my house and some of you guys can do that mm-hmm. too yeah. so you know and that's completely 100 percent responsible i think but if you're worried about spreading a disease, you know, maybe driving two hours and stopping to get food and gas isn't the right thing to do, but I don't know. It's a tough situation, man. 
What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I, I mean, I think I've already said mine. I, oh, I, I think, geez. you know, everybody has to make their own personal decision on uh, what's safe for themselves and their family. And uh, probably external forces trying to apply some kind of guilt trip or be ultra woke about what you can and can't do <laughs> is probably not going to work on this homeboy. Oh, we know that <laughs> ultra woke. Um, what about, what about the, uh, uh, other phenomenon that's kind of been going on? And I, I refer to it as guilt shopping, meaning, um, I've succumbed to that. There's, there's, um, different companies, um, that actually I think are doing some cool stuff where they're saying, Hey, um, I make enough selling my product that we understand that there's, uh, fishing guides that because of the shutdown aren't able to go out and earn. But if you buy like, for instance, uh, Cody Richardson, if you buy a piece right. of his artwork and you simply enter, who the guide is that you appreciate and want to support, he'll like peel off a percentage of that sale that you just made supporting That's a, the awesome. artist B yeah. a, a specified guide that you pick will get 30% of, of that. Um, that's pretty cool. But then I've seen other companies kind of, he, he was one of the first ones that did something like that. And I thought it was genuine. I thought it was cool. It yeah. was authentic. I, I believed it when it happened. Um, but then I've seen other companies put out, Hey, we're going to give whatever percentage, whether it's half, whatever to the following guides. And you look and you're like, wait a second, that, that person like doesn't even guide full time. Like oh, wow. there's other people that, that absolutely have zero income coming in right now. And it's all based on applying a certain measure of guilt to generate, you know, charity. And I, I think, you know, I'm a big believer that if, A, if you're willing to, to be charitable, do it and keep your head down. You don't need to pound your chest about it. And that's yeah. the nice thing about the way Cody did it. Cody's like, hey, I'm willing to, to share. It doesn't, it, it, it's not said on social media who, if I chose to buy something, is going to benefit from that purchase. It's between Cody and I, right? Right. Versus right. utilizing the guilt shopping mechanism on social media to be like, hey, look, 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 look. I'm super awesome. I'm helping like out this brag. specific person. It's it's the worst kind of humble brag, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because we're five weeks in, I'm, I, I'm uh, you know a little bit over everything and, Everybody and I'm sure is. I'll take a lot of heat for even saying any of what I've already said, but, uh, well, no, I think it's great to help people out and be charitable and donate, but you shouldn't do, do it to make yourself look better. Obviously, right. You know, I mean, and I've even seen a lot of that going on. I've even seen, um, people, I don't know. I don't even remember what they were selling or maybe, but it's like, Hey, we're doing a, B or C, and a percentage of this is going to go to support XYZ Lodge. And it's like, what? Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, like, I can't afford to go to that lodge when the economy's roaring. I'm certainly not right. donating to... Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, a lot of weirdness yeah. going on. Um, but that that's the... That's what I was talking about. A lot of guilt shopping going on. 
Uh, there's just a lot of weird shit going on in general. And we're seeing a lot of people's true colors, I think. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, yeah. Yeah. Andrew, are you that, uh, are you even getting to work right now, or are you still on lockdown up there? Um, I'm able to work some kind of low level stuff from okay. the home. I got you. But, uh, so you know, my day to day is, you know, I'm doing a lot of like illustration stuff for the unit. Okay. Um, so I do a lot of that stuff on Photoshop, and then once my eight hours are up, I'll go and start painting stuff around the house i i worked um this this week that we just ended and actually had to travel a little bit um to see three of my clients and it was it was pretty fucking weird man like yeah um the first night i I actually left on easter sunday and and checked into a hotel that night because i had to work remote um you know on monday and when I checked in, I come waltzing into the lobby and I'm, you know, Hey, you should have a reservation for, you know, and they're like, uh, huh. You're our only, you're the only you're, guys. You're our only check in today. <laughs> I was like, no shit. They're like, yeah. Wow. I was like, wow. But that's insane. You know, it looks like they had a sweet bass pond out back though. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was actually pretty damn nice. Uh, all little fish though. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I kind of wasn't expecting is, you know, I figured every, every, all the restaurants are like either takeout or delivery, but like where I went, like nobody was doing delivery. Uh, and, really? and most of the places that, we you, don't have that. that you would expect and want, like I was going to just do like Chinese food, you know, what better way to fight the COVID than eat some Chinese, <laughs> right? And damn it, if the Chinese joints were all closed, like done, huh. like, you know, but uh that was a recurring theme for the three nights that I was on the road was uh, it was tough to find food options. Really what, tough what, to find food options. What now was that it? bats off the menu in the Chinese restaurants. <laughs> I mean, they're between bat and pangolin. They can't Tangling. figure it out. Dude, they can't figure it out. <laughs> they can't figure it out. <laughs> can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, that, were, uh, <laughs> did you guys see that spam that I like, found? Uh, interstate was cool. It was like, Dude, I'll tell you, traffic has been dreamy the last. Right. I mean, you know, not a problem whatsoever. It's been really, really nice. There's still trucks out driving. Around oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. But not many cars. Uh, I mean, there's a fair amount. Like, it's just not. Huh. But there's no like, there's no delays. There's no, you know, it's just pl- pleasant. Yeah, it's inter- I haven't like you know I haven't left the county. I don't know what it's like outside of our little realm here. So, do you guys have any restaurants that have remained open that are doing like takeout? Yeah, everybody's doing takeout, but I don't think anybody's delivering. Okay, so that's no big deal. I can go takeout. I did the same thing as you. The first time I went out and picked out takeout, it was Chinese food. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, everyone's there's just like everyone's trying to support restaurants and, and stuff like that. Cause, Cause nobody's working. So. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. Me, I'm, Mexico I'm some weird has stuff. been doing delivery, which has been pretty damn rad. I, I, we were talking about it. I actually hope that the Mexican joint realizes they could really actually do delivery on a regular basis. Cause it's right. I mean, 
It's pretty clutch. So are, are they delivering the... alcohol to you guys too? Uh, yeah, you can you can order and get takeout or like delivery alcohol or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah sure we can. can do that too. Yeah, I saw that some Waffle Houses are doing. Uh, they're selling groceries now. Huh, really? Some of their product that they haven't used. There's a lot of places down here by me doing that. A lot of like little mom and pop restaurants and a couple like family chains. Well, they're just saying, yeah. "Hey, we've got this stuff in the in the freezer, and if you want it, like order well, up some frozen it, chicken fingers. We'll sell them to you." Well, no, even so much as like they'll have like steaks and stuff, and they're like, if they run out, they're like, "Yeah, we've got another truck coming." Toilet paper, paper towels, like oh wow, kind of like a a little like mini mart. Huh. It's smart. I mean, that's a good way to use stock, I guess. Ben, I like your new license plate, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's classic. The uh, the one that's going on the skiff, I think, is just as good. On the like on the trailer for the yeah. skiff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What's it gonna Are say? Yeah. Uh, the plan currently is HB space LOL. <laughs> that's pretty funny man and it'll be funny because no one will get it and then some people will just really get it and be pissed off who cares Jeez. I don't clearly uh, Ben I got a I got a toy that this week in the mail that's like your neck of the woods what's that you got, got a bomb? Uh, <laughs> literally my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a uh, Ross Colorado LT three weight reel. Nice, awesome. So you're gonna yeah. trout fish with that? Uh, tarpon fish with it actually, but yeah. Oh, I so said, I'm. I thought you said three weight. He did. <laughs> did. Did he stutter? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. I I've got like a little like creek by my house. They don't oh, usually right, right, right. get any bigger than five pounds. But yeah, gotcha. it is for my gotcha. trout. <laughs> I gotcha. Cool. So I'm looking to burn a hole in my stimulus. And if anyone has a T-Bore Everglades out there, um, hit me up. Do they ain't playa? Can you not get a new one these days? Or are they not making the Everglades anymore? Uh, They're can. just expensive. Yeah. <laughs> he said burn a hole, man. Make yeah. a crater, Andrew. Make a crater. <laughs> and and Larry, isn't it? Is it your understanding that like you can't real like pro deals for those are really hard to come by, right? Um, I don't know. I've never tried to, yeah. you know. So who knows? That's um, always what I've heard. I only own one uh, Tibor, and it's an it's the Hell's Bay uh, Everglades, and I found it on eBay and paid whatever the guy was fucking asking for it. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at either polished silver or frost silver. Go frost. Debating. Really? Yeah. It's a hundred dollars cheaper too, so I guess that's the move. I just yeah, think polished polished you'll you get that sun glare and then the the light rays bounce into the fish's yeah. eyes. I was just thinking boat rash would be a lot less uh sorry, not all of us are dealing with Cuban bone fish. <laughs> the uh uh, what was it, Mark? Was it about a month ago you and I were in Miami? Maybe a month and a half? Oh, I didn't maybe. realize you went down there, too. Yeah, he went... Well, they were there I for like really five minutes, far. so this story yeah. can't be too long. Yeah. No, no, no. We were there for like, we were there for like three hours. Like I said. Uh, 
but the gentleman we were visiting had semi-recently acquired Ted Jurassic's old whip ray. Cool. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. So that was in his garage, and it was, like, signed in the hatch with, like, a handmade – well, not my – like, had the measurements for, like, what slot was. And we've been we've been spelling snook wrong all these years. Snook, it's snook. S N O K, not double O. Snock, snock. <laughs> no, I mean I understand he was an immigrant, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's hilarious. I watched the episode of Walker's Cake Chronicles the other day where he was. Yeah. On it. He's an intelligent dude. I mean, yeah. he definitely got it right. Well, there was, like, a little short documentary floating around about, like, his origin story, basically. Did you guys see that one? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I remember. I forget what it was on, but that was pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely, you know, starting from the bottom, now he's here. So, so he's yeah. like a t- tool and die, and then yeah. he made reels or something like that. I'll tell you one thing I saw the other day. Um, Andy Mill has a podcast now that I think is pretty good. Millhouse? I've listened to a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah, especially the one with Steve Huff was... Yes, that's the one I started with. Really good. Yeah, I think I've listened to four of them or five. Yeah, Steve Hoff. I thought Flip was pretty good. Uh, Chico. Did Did anybody see uh, Flip's? I don't want to say latest because he's probably done something since then. But his whole Yeti bucket uh, (laughs) Instagram Uh post in the last twenty four forty eight hours. It's Uh a seventy dollar (laughs) bucket. It's the funniest. And and I'm starting to become more and more convinced that Flip actually is uh, managing his own Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To that though, before anybody else finds out, I do have a Yeti bucket. <laughs> just want to get that out there. I was just want to put that out there. But at least you don't have a Yeti dog bowl. I've got no. two of those. Yeah. I will. I will tell you right now, if they made those in chartreuse, I would buy one right now. <laughs> the dog bowl? Yeah. Yeah. I would just use just it as like a normal it, bowl. We, we have... Um... Think how long it would keep your chili hot. That nice <laughs> you, chili you, 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 is, is that is that a reoccurring problem for you? Oh, we're not no. talking for dog bowls. We're talking for human consumption. <laughs> no, yeah, but... Hey, Maybe he's feeding yeah. his dog chili. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like a good idea to me, but you, know, you never know. So I'm actually guilty. I'm about to buy one of those Yeti buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's your hey, reasoning? Uh, what's your justification? Yeah, let's let's hear like what what's, what's justification? He what's, saw flip post because you know Home Depot sells them for five bucks. Yeah, no, I know, and you know what? The, the reason is um, that it's got a nice little bit of weight, yeah, durability, and got a nice little bit of weight to it. And so, because I don't have a boat uh, right now, because it's in Florida and I can't cross the border, um, I can take the paddle board and use it as a stripping bucket, and it won't like slide off or fly into the bingo. You know, you know, so you know how else you. you can do the same thing with the five gallons. Put some cement, blah blah blah. No yeah, water. I can do that. No, water. just put water put in water. it. Yeah. Yep, I certainly is your, can. Is your oh, paddleboard inflatable or is it hard? No, it's a it's a hard fiberglass paddleboard. Uh, how so hard so is you it? You should mount little uh, um, U U bolts or whatever they're called on it, so you can strap camelbacks. Yeah, I do. Is that I what it's called? 
<laughs> I have I have like You've rails. You know, NRS, rails. It's you like know what a, it it's got the yak attack rails that you can. No, you need you need NRS so you can straps. strap stuff down. Yeah, exactly. NRS straps. They're called cam straps. NRS is just a company that makes them. Okay. Get a clear mark. Hey Ben, um, any any um, movement on uh, your boating situation? No, they ghosted me. Oh, dicks. Yeah, totally. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Are you going for your captain's license, Ben? <laughs> uh, something like that. He's going for his Commodore's endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, no, they ghosted me. As soon as Which I get my weird. as soon as I get my CPR card back, I should have mine. Actually, uh, what's that? Your captain's license? Yeah, it's affirmative. Oh, wow! I was gonna go. Got to do something while the shutdown's school. going on. Captain and a pilot. <laughs> so, do you think you're gonna start guiding what about 120 days a year? At <laughs> least, <laughs> at least, and and. You know, the primary reason is I, I want to be able to kick plastic like a motherfucker. <laughs> you can't do that sitting on your couch. <laughs> we should clue people in that these are inside jokes. And that's why they don't get it. I think they get it. I think everybody that's listened to more than one episode knows there's a whole lot of layers of bullshit on this podcast. <laughs> Publish at the source. It's literally the best kind of bullshit, though, honestly. <laughs> a li- list of historical references on the Taylor Trash podcast. <laughs> There'd be one or two people out there that would buy that. I would. I forget half the stuff. A coffee table book? Yeah. <laughs> so, Ben, when is your, your float boat season going to kick off here? Um, well, we could be doing it right now. We could have floated early March everything opened up oh wow um, okay. yeah but i just i haven't done the boat yet right um there's it's, yeah just because just been trying to keep it low-key yeah. plenty of people are out there in their boats interesting uh, all what, right what was your um snowpack this year was it average above average or below average it was above average and then once skiing shut down i kind of quit keeping track of it but it's got to be right around average. It, it, there's no way it's low. I okay. mean, it's snowing right now, and <laughs> right. there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of snow up there. I got you. Um, yeah, so it should be in good shape. But it, it all depends on how runoff plays out. You know, um, is it going to be short and quick, or long and drawn out, or who knows? But uh, it's things do not look bleak, so so that's good. Yeah. And Excellent. hopefully we'll get, out, get the boat out soon. Mark, have you got what's the status of your Smith trip? Uh, tentative still. Yeah. So uh, we were uh, just to fill everybody else in. We were supposed to be there last week and we canceled it. Yeah. So, so you're uh, tentative. Yes. Once air travel becomes non-essential, is kind of the the turning point. Oh well, then you should be trip. you should be fine because everything is turning the uh, back towards being available. Right. Yeah, so. we still have a travel ban until June thirty, and that just came out today. What in sucks. Tennessee? Are you shitting me? Well, for the military. Oh, okay. I'm was... roped into. Okay. Welcome to the Department huh. of Defense. So that which... means you can't even go back to work until DOD for life. Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, I can still go on the base, but I have to wear a mask. 
uh, what was it? Uh, Andrew, I just got an alert from the DOD. I, I made the dumbass. Non-essential traffic, meaning air flight, is postponed until June 30th. Yep, that came out today. And yep. then <laughs> I can't I can't leave 80 miles within the base. And if I do, I have to go into quarantine for 14 days. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so how often do you have to How often do you have to like let them check your ankle monitor to make sure that you stayed <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean No, I, I get it. You, you know, yeah. it's not worth the security know. clearance, I, right? It's not worth yeah. I'm not yep. going to push anything, but I had it in my mind. I wanted to do tarpon season this year. Like every year, like spring comes around and I've always been doing something else and never really gone out for the big Florida Keys tarpon. Oh, you want to go for the Palolo one? Uh, not necessarily. Like <laughs> backcountry. Right. Yeah. To, you know, I don't know. I was just hoping to get down to Florida sometime this fucking calendar year. Well, get your three weight and head on down. Ben, I'll get you on a tarpon. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Shit, they're, well, in, the, they're in now, buddy. That, what do 120 you think of, days of ditch fishing. How about the scene in the Keys right now? Like, what do you think that's like? Like, a lot of people aren't making money. A lot of people aren't making money, but a lot of people are having some pretty awesome fishing. Yeah, some pretty yeah. awesome fishing. Some pretty yeah. awesome so, fishing so going like, on. My buddy some... jumped. Yeah, my buddy jumped four today. Ocean yeah, I didn't. Oh, yeah, Oceanside. people are having a good time, but it's like, ha- are, you, are you supposed to be happy about it because of right. a lot of work? But I'm catching fish with nobody right. around. It's I'm sure there's guys out there that are getting it done, guiding. No. Andrew, you would know better than any of us. Is Monroe shut down as far as boat ramps like Dade and Broward? Uh, so many guys down there have docks and like personal stuff. I think okay. a well, lot of them are getting out. Like I'm seeing Snapchats every day. Well, that's yeah, but we're people talking about just people being there. able to go out and fun fish, not working. Right. Like yeah, there's no clients coming into the Keys right now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, some of those like really established guides down there their clients have houses down there right Right. and and you know like okay so if if i was a guide in key west there's nothing that would stop somebody from flying into key west airport right yeah that's a good point i mean except for uh housing a lot of hotels are still oh the hotels closed down you yeah you still need that certificate saying you're an essential right there's no hotels welcome welcome to the keys i need to check your paperwork please um (laughs) one interesting aspect i heard from our friend rob is that uh they're thinking it might weed out a lot of the carpetbaggers oh yeah nice do you think that's going to make a big enough impact that we're going to see like carpet fishing being like on fire next year i I wouldn't doubt it those fish are smart and old but see, I I don't think it'll short, make a difference. I don't make very it. Short-lived. It won't make a difference from one year Not to the next. Way. I mean, I, I don't think. Um, let, all right, let's let's talk about. Obviously, there's differences in cost of living, so therefore, 
a keys guide um, probably books out at a higher rate per day than say a Mosquito Lagoon guide or even sure. a Charleston Low Country guide. But what what I'm going to poll everybody. If I'm a full-time guide and I have a decent client base, what would be my annual salary? Like what what do I earn in a year? I heard a number thrown out about a specific person that was $250,000. I was gonna say fifty take home? fifty-five. Not well, not take home. No. Gross. So one hundred and twenty days, and what's an average like guide trip day? Eight hundred. Uh, up to a thousand for the premium guides. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you're booked out, but let's say days. average. Let's not. We're not talking elite. Let's just say we're 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 trying to get like more median like. Like in the in in the lagoon. What what's a day trip in the lagoon these days? Four fifty. I'm. I'm probably sitting about 50, 55 a year. Okay. Ben? Mm, I'd say probably. I mean, you've got guys that that you book for. So, like, what do do those guys make? Uh, We're running, I think, 450 or 500 a day. Okay. Uh, That's here. I mean, I would think these medians probably 650, 700 a day. Um. So like sixty thousand, then okay. factor in you know your fuel cost after after right. your fuel yeah. cost. Okay. If, if you're booked one hundred and twenty days. So it, would you call so one hundred and twenty days? So a third of the year is a, a, a third a, of the year. Yeah. Full time gig. Okay. I mean, I would I could see six figures for some guys down south for sure. That yeah, I like, mean, I, for sure. Like I think like if you know if you're a a worth a shit guide like in the lower keys you're probably going to be booking out 700 probably 7 to 800 for a full day and oh, yeah. were you, you know, serious about the 120 days cuz if you're really getting after it you're working way more than that uh, oh yeah but like the 120 days are like guaranteed tarpon fishing i guess oh just tarpon season <sighs> yeah that's just what i know if you're a okay tongue in cheek though yeah okay well, well let's like, just call it 120 days at a minimum regardless at of a minimum days. right like I'm hearing, like there's been a few years, like I've heard 250, some guys even 300 days a year. Absolutely, that's I mean brutal on your body, but that's totally possible for right. some of those guys some years. But again, that and they're hustling and making money. But let's let's say how does that compare? That's that's like talking a a, a established keys guide with a big yeah, client base versus. Yes. Let's call it a lagoon or low country guide. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I, I think who you know, there's a really short list out of the seventy permitted guides in Mosquito Lagoon that I would say that I would I would refer to as a full time guide. Right. I That's mean, what they do. List. And, and even and shorter list that, for guys that don't leave the lagoon. Right. And right. with that, there. I mean, there, there's a possibility of putting them at that that poverty level. Because I would say I would say if they're booked Jeez. three days three days out of the week, they're like probably pretty elite like company um, mm-hmm. for the lagoon. It might might have been different fifteen years ago, um, but like the lagoon's not the destination that it used to be. Right? Um, Weren't you saying that uh, guides were all uh, it's super cheap to get a guide there because everyone's undercutting each other? Oh, there's there's a ton of that going on. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's there's guys that run freaking Groupons and specials. But see, the problem, the the reason for that is a lot of the guys that do that are are only doing it because this is like what I would refer to as fun money. You know, the, the yeah, yeah. The, you know, they're not full time. They're not putting food on the table with this. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is this is their hobby job. Right. Um. Right. But I, I'm just trying to get a sense of like what would a full-time guide anticipate not not a keys guide because that, that's kind of a completely different deal and like even even beyond that like i'm I'm wondering like the guy that's on the river in the drift boat on the south holston that right that, and that you know fishes I would, four days five days a week you know i would i would put it out to our listeners you know non-disclosure yeah, you know what's what's the average? We're just trying to kind of get, a, get baseline. a baseline. Yeah, yeah. It it varies so much depending on if you're an elite tarpon keys guy or a front range trout dickhead. You know, mm-hmm. it's making eighty dollars <laughs> for a half day trip, and he's paying for lunch and gas or not so lunch. And why would day. someone well, even do that? Because they want to be a fishing guide. <laughs> and not shitting you, dude. It's ridiculous. I'm, that $80 is not made up. So, um, like, I've got this regular client that comes down, like, every year for the last few years from Colorado. And I swear to God, I would fucking kill myself if I had to deal with that shit on, like, a three or four days a week kind of basis. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough money there's not enough money in it it's rough man it's rough, it's rough. so i took my like first ever guided trip like the first trip i've ever paid for to go fishing ever uh like two months ago right before i went to colorado I was hi Alyssa. Food. yeah, yeah hi. what's going on <laughs> What up? <laughs> oh no, no, you were talking in Colorado. You paid for a trip. Sorry. No, 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 in Boone. It oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, Ben, I met one of your buddies out there too. Um, Franzen? No, uh, Ben Pickett. Which uh, uh, which one? The one, whatever fly shops connected to like that Ingles <laughs> whorehouse. It's like. No, it's a, it's a closet. I want to say Deuce. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Patrick Sesame, Deuce Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, solid dude. Uh, he was like, oh, Ben's yeah. up here. And, yeah. That was the same time that you were in Boone. Like, I was there that yeah, weekend. You were, you you left. were literally like, we overlapped by a day. That happens a lot, it seems like. Like, yeah. happened in Charleston. and Strategically. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Strategic action. <laughs> Wonderful. So, but, hey, Ben, so, just wondering, when are you planning on being in Charleston? Yeah. Tuesday to Thursday. So, Sweet. I'm getting there Friday. Yeah. Uh, Damn, I'm just we gonna miss you. We tentatively planned to get uh, breakfast the day after I got there. Like we started it was my buddy's bachelor party. So I started drinking tequila the night I got there. And I didn't sober <laughs> up until well. about I didn't sober up till about lunchtime the next day. I so, figured when I didn't hear from you by like 8 p.m. that it wasn't happening. Dude, I went to sleep probably around 5 a.m. So, so it, it was a rough. So, so all six. Cut. Well, I, I was wanting to know when you did this. This was your first guided, paid-for trip. Was it a float trip or a walk-in trip? 
it was a walk trip. Like our six drunk assholes decided that we're all gonna go and get six a, of you. Oh yeah. god, those poor guides. Yeah, no, no, yeah. We so we had we had, we had a minivan that didn't have enough seats for all of us. So we come piling out of this minivan, and we're all like still like drunk almost, and like hooting and hollering. We get up there, oh, and they god. have all of our like super Fuck, professional. Yeah. Like we get up to this pavilion, and they have waiters laid out for each of us none of us had our own gear with us we weren't planning to fish so they brought waiters uh boots and rods all of us like rigged up ready to go laying out on the picnic benches and uh it was like super professional and Alyssa was kind of like heading that up and of course uh my one of my buddies he speaks spanish um like takes her by the hand and runs into the river with her pretty much and like chose her as you know his guide for the day it was two of us per guide and we that's really good ratio. Was... they had three guides that's yeah wow we would have done two three three per that that would be a lot but just to know how much like we paid for each guide like just personally me i paid like i think what 120 bucks 150 okay. maybe that's Which not, to me is yeah. super cheap for a half day walking trip. I don't know how you could sustain that as like a living though. Like it's it's because you make sixty dollars for a half day. <laughs> Booze. Booze. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're not paying for a. Yeah, I guess you're not paying for the like. So well, the, the, like the, like the you shop, would. The shop can sustain it, but the guide can't. Mm-hmm. So, but Ben, yeah. most most trout guides aren't full time guides, right? That like they're. They might do it seasonally full time. Um, you know, they go to guide school and then they work the summer. But like, nobody's making their living as a guide out there, are they? Uh, some people, but I would say the vast majority aren't. Right. But yeah, well, some some people do. Like I know my buddy Patrick. He's got nine guides that work for him, and a lot of them are college students that just do walk-in trips on like local, you know areas yeah. and they you know do a one in between a class and then you know the next day Boone's pretty unique for that though oh, Boone well, is yeah, unique I in itself that, but... yeah <laughs> yeah like all the women there i thought were really pretty except for the fact they had more armpit hair than i did you uh did not walk around <laughs> boone's kind of hippie Boone? yeah, it ain't asheville but it's getting there it's it's a wannabe it's hairy enough yeah I mean, I had a good time. There's a couple lookers, but there's a couple like, wow, you should bathe a little bit. I I like that it's not as loud as like Asheville, in my opinion. But in Cherokee, like I fished Cherokee with Joe Flanagan um, about this time last year. Yeah. And I hadn't been there in years, and I'm thinking in this like you know pristine little mountain town that I remember as a kid. But you know, I saw it pretty naively, and I went back and I was like, this place is like a miniature golf course. But the size of a city with creeks running through it. But so you're like talking about Cherokee? Yeah, I like Boone a lot more in Cherokee. Yeah. Need to get you up uh, once this COVID thing gets taken care of and get you on the South Holston and the Watauga. Yeah. So, you know, I go from, so, you know, pay for my first guiding trip in Boone. Uh, me and the guy I was fishing with, we didn't get on any fish. Um, which is, I mean, to be expected with me. So, so. Okay, so let me, let me, 
I've, I've seen a, a lot of these trips and you're talking about like you were partying the night before. So there's two guys that are super gung ho. There's two guys, two guys yeah. just sort of into it. And then there's at least one guy that's taking a nap somewhere. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. There's like comments getting thrown around. So like, where are the tarp in here? <laughs> how big do your, how big do your redfish get? Like, you guys. Now, now yeah. the real question how how much did you tip them? Uh, I think I did like 20-25%. Good. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> um, they deserve <laughs> Andrew, it. For sure. Andrew's like, psych, it was just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it was a good time, fish, no fish. But then, so that's contrasted by two weeks later, go out to Colorado Springs and catch the biggest trout I've ever caught ever. Um, fishing stupid, in... stupid South Flat. Yeah, did whatever. You, did you? <laughs> did I, you I, felt, I felt like I worked for it. No, did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. Andrew, did you happen to uh, wet a line in the fountain? The fountain. Yeah. In Colorado Springs. Yeah. Is that that like river that runs through the middle of town with a bunch of homeless people on it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the crew chiefs I was there with, he learned how to fly fish from one of the guys that lives on that river. Um, there, well, me. I mean, I know there's some big not, old brown trout. Not Colorado, Ben, but to me, there were some big brown trout in there. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, you just got to watch out for the hypodermics and uh, yeah. other stuff floating around in there, but. Yeah, we went up to um, one of those rivers and got set up with a bunch of gear. I'd had no gear and no expectation to fish while I was there. And yeah. uh, he, my, my buddy put us on some good fish, like definitely the best trout fishing experience I've ever had, period. Yeah. There's there's a lot of it around there. So you like yeah. the South Platte, huh? That's my only frame of reference. <laughs> so I was fishing with one of the guys uh, at work, has never picked up a fly rod in his life, period. And the guy we were with, you know, showing us the ropes and how to do it. And I get out there, I stick a brown, like, right off the bat. Nice. Um, I, it was a, I think it was like a 16-inch brown. For me, that was, like, incredible. And uh, so they walk off, and a few hours later, I'm sitting there retying, retying, retying. Cause he breaking off on fish or you know, trees or whatever. And, uh, I see this one fish sitting at the bottom and it looks like a freaking two Chipotle burritos stacked on top of each other. Um, and, uh, I'm like, that's the one I want. And I kept Sounds trying delicious. to feed it. I, I hooked up the one about the same size and broke off immediately. And finally hooking to this one, I come tight and I'm fighting the fish down the river. I'm like, I cannot break off on this one. I'm, not used to 5x so i'm fighting the super light <laughs> and the eight people that were within the 50 yards of the river are now kind of like gathering on the bank behind me watching me retardedly fighting this fish <laughs> and um one of the guys like crosses the river hops in the water with his net to come help me out because i have no one in no net i'm by myself but my buddy's upstream <laughs> so my buddy who uh he he's he's on the clumsy side and hasn't fly fished so i'm yelling to him and uh our friend that took us out there who fly fishes a lot I'm like hey man i need one of you guys to net this and 
my buddy who had never fly fish is like, I got it. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so he comes running down the river, grabs the net, and goes in after this thing. And uh, the fish swims like in a circle around him. And now he's like almost hogtied by this fish. He jumps out of the way, falls in the water, and uh, finally net the fish. And it was like a 22-inch uh, cut bow. Nice, And uh, I'm like, holy shit dude like you I, I almost had a heart attack right when that happened and our friend that took us to there to the river was like man like i let you net that fish because like you were excited about it but if i knew how big the fish was i definitely would have let you net that thing so that's awesome was, one day we'll go back andrew and i'll do, introduce you to a little bit of home the uh town yeah pueblo <laughs> it's my favorite little town <laughs> I think I passed through there. What you is, fish the hard tail water there? Yeah. No. Uh, Andrew, what, you guys were nymphing, I guess? Yeah, it was yeah. snowing the L- day before. Little tiny stuff. Real, like, size 22, I think. Oh. Yeah, that's tiny. That's super tiny. Yeah, I got everything's tiny to you, probably, but that's super tiny. But RS-14 or something? RS-2. Oh, yeah money <laughs> yeah i mean I, we were in them all day like I, I don't have a whole huge frame of reference but i was impressed for sure yeah, well, next i've time never been out to, west you need to come a little farther north all of you guys do <laughs> yeah as as yeah. um your lovely bride um waved off her um july travels yet or is that still a possibility you talking to me you're the only person that has invited us to come to colorado in july oh yeah um no that is still on but now it looks like i'm gonna join that Uh. Um, yeah because i was supposed to go to louisiana uh, all right i'm gonna a few few weeks ago airfare then yeah. Uh, no, I was supposed to go to Louisiana a few weeks ago, but that got canceled. So I'm probably going to do that in July. Gotcha. Um, so, so you guys are all officially uninvited. Thanks, bro. Well, I'm just going to leave. Great episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would would have been great because I could host you at my house, and you wouldn't have had to find lodging but i would love for you guys to come out here but there's no way i can have you guys in my house i can probably get about like four campers and rvs parked in my property here <laughs> i got you it. guys are well we would just that. do tents man <laughs> no tent camping in ben's here. backyard no we'll get we'll get all all everybody i know has a camper we'll get some campers here nice and you guys will come out for like a week and we can do that anytime all you got to do is Put it on the calendar, man. Anytime. Would you guys would you guys ever be inclined to do some like hotter weather camping? Like in like you wanna like go to, You wanna go to Flamingo, don't you? <laughs> uh maybe. If if I mean, hotter <laughs> weather means you want to do this in January or February, I'm down. <laughs> for you know Shit. for you, Andrew, I'll do anything. All right. <laughs> Just remember the tip. <laughs> I can feel the warmth coming through my earphones. <laughs> Smell my bro finger. love. I oh. do it. I do it for you, Andrew. That you're a better friend. Come on, guys. Come on, follow suit. 
there's a select yeah. group of individuals who I would do that with. I, I just yes. can't imagine, like, during the true hot months, like, just yeah. with the bug factor down there, hell no. So I've got the camping bug just because it's still, like, 50, 60 degrees out during the day oh, here. Yeah. So once it starts getting up in the 80s and 90s, I'll be out of that mindset for sure. Yeah. Today was pretty, pretty brutal. Yesterday was nice relatively low humidity and then that storm started pushing through and yeah i did yard work this afternoon and it was yeah just steamy out yeah and are you guys starting to kind of get into that summer weather cycle uh um, yeah not so much as the rain not the rain on the daily but it's definitely hot humid yeah though we have had a few recent little cold fronts come through and make oh, it nice beautiful you know, there were, last week i think there was two or three days in a row or it was like mid 50s in the morning yep you know open the windows yes sir <laughs> been pretty that's pretty a nice, nice. oh yeah yeah i was working from home i had to make a call to a guy i hadn't opened my blinds or anything and make a call i'm like hey man how's it going he's like yeah i just watching it snow i'm like what it's like yeah it's snowing you haven't looked outside of it i'm like uh no it was like 80 degrees yesterday sure enough it was fucking Unreal. snowing like i said earlier you know watching watching leaf leaf and his videos today life leaf leaf i'm a little it's okay yeah. i called him leaf but, uh, two or three times i called him leaf once too and i felt bad <laughs> yeah it's leaf. but yeah snowing and i'm like god bless yeah. Unreal weather. Well, he's, yeah, he's lives down the street from me. He's doing the same thing I'm doing. Is he one of your um, Drake message board friends? No, he's a guy that's local to me that uh, I'm yeah. not sure how he found you guys. Uh, listen to the podcast and uh, yeah. heard me say that I was coming out there for um, the trip to. Uh, go to winter park for the mm -hmm. snowboarding and skiing and reached out and that's where we met for the first time was in lot c at the thursday thunder throwdown yeah missed out on a lot of those this year um i think that with the recent like slowdown everybody being kind of locked in the house um we had previously talked about doing a t2 f2 fly film festival um kind of in the in the old vein of the the drake five minutes of fly fishing yeah so uh i think officially i want to do like a call for submissions and uh, we don't know what the prizes are yet. It might just be a fucking pat on the back. Um, but uh, if your film's terrible, you can guarantee you'll get, like, lambasted. <laughs> but uh, just the criteria, the criteria for our little fly film festival, um, three minutes minimum, five minute maximum. Um don't don't do like TikTok style video. Um, probably not, not going to be a winner. Um, but like you know, like a fly fishing hype film or a story, 
Uh, but please, for the love of Christ, no causes. Like, no, uh, you know, this isn't the Save the Yampa River five-minute film. Um, this is like... Make you want to go fishing. Have fun, make you want to go fishing, make me yeah. want to come fish wherever you're you're doing the, the story about or the group of guys that you fish with, you know? Because, I mean, let's be honest. The reason we do this podcast is we happen to all enjoy each other's company and it's more about us having a good time and it happens Correct. to be somewhat loosely based around fly fishing that's how we all know each other um you have until now till july 15th to put together your films um three minute minimum five minute maximum july 15th is the cutoff when and if you choose to get involved and do this and you get your film finished Simply reach out to us on Instagram with a direct message and say, hey, I've got a film that I want to submit. We will give you the appropriate email or Dropbox to send it to us. Um, and then it will be juried. Um, Andrew Gilbert will be uh, the chief jurist. Um, since he's, he's in the biz. He's qualified. Since he's in the biz. And then uh, Carl and myself and Ben, maybe Ted. Just depends on if uh, we're in a Canadian kind of mood. And, of course, Mark will uh, all sit down and share notes. And, and we'll come up with uh, probably some categories and some winners. And if we can dupe any um, fly fishing industry types to uh, get behind it, maybe there will be some prizes. Uh, yeah. Probably at least get you a huge fly fishing sticker out of it. Oh yeah, uh, we can arrange that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, some, something. In my opinion, something that is made from now until then, not something that is repurposed that you can submit from now until then. Okay. So how are, how are you gonna prove that or vet that? I've seen every goddamn fishing video on the internet <laughs> by now. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus is. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting my media intake for sure. Yeah, I so, have, I have so a question for you guys. Go ahead. Uh, I want you to be honest because mm -hmm. it's not going to bother me either way. Oh God! Which one of you guys do, or do you guys actually watch the videos that I make? Yeah, I just watched yeah. one today. I, I do sometimes. 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 Yeah. Um, I totally get that. And, and well, like mainly because kind of a lot of like a lot of the topics I look at and I'm like eh, trout centric, probably not my jam. Um, yeah. And then I'll go I'll go weeks without having watched anything. But then one will come out where I'm like, oh, OK, that that looks like cool. it'd be cool. Yep. Yeah. But then I'll end up going from that video to another video to another video. Yeah. But okay. uh, am I a regular Monday watcher? I'm not Monday morning dump, dude. It's for your Monday morning dump. <laughs> <laughs> well, my point is that a lot of my friends uh, are have I, they bring up this awkward conversation with me where they feel the need to tell me that they don't watch my videos. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of shitty. No, it's fine because my videos aren't for you guys necessarily. You know, my videos are geared geared towards like ranked beginners most of the time. And yeah. you know, some of you guys are in that category, but you know, well, no, some that's of you aren't. that's exactly how <laughs> I how I look at it is is it relative to me? 
Right, exactly. Uh, but do but, do I need to know entomology? I watch I watch the videos that I've been in all the time because I feel like it I, I feel like it'll raise the the number of views. And I'm like, dude, look at this, man. The one I'm in has got a lot of fucking views. I mean, no, it doesn't work like that though, Larry. But yeah, what? You, know, you get your one view. Are you for, shitting me? You know, like the no, it's it's yeah. God you damn just it. watch it once and that's all it, it clicks. You know, species identification. Right. Absolutely, I want to watch it because. I well, I love trout. Well, if but, you would watch, if you would watch that one, why wouldn't you watch the insect identification one? Because you're fishing uh, because with a guy. Because it's boring. I just fish chubbies. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or or hippie Fair stompers. My my favorite is one of the earliest episodes where you get all excited about um the what you find in the in the creek and you're like belly crawling. You're like, oh my god, oh my god. The, 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 that's the first one that i ever made yeah. it's the first and and it's I the cringe, fish are humping I, I cringe when i watch all of them but the, and it's oddly enough one of the most popular videos like, so so be honest how hard is it getting to come up with new ideas it's, it's not really it's not no because i'll be uh, honest with you i was really like you know, this is cool. It's kind of taken off, but man, when right, he hits gonna, a year, he's going to hit a wall. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. Um, I get a lot of suggestions from people, and I do underhanded fishing where I'm like, I put out like an Instagram story. I'm like, what do you think tomorrow's video is going to be about? Mm-hmm. Winter gets these stickers. And then I get like 10 new ideas from that. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But no, it hasn't gotten uh, as hard as I thought it was going to be hard, also. But it, it hasn't so far. So, um, I mean, so. As, as much as I love seeing your your beautiful face, Ben, <laughs> I also love just seeing the general scenery. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, as yeah. opposed to a mangrove shoreline or you know. Oh well, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, well, I mean, you mean in like the B roll? I mean, because a lot of it's got to be me talking to the camera. I don't listen to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm well, looking past you. As well, that's, not, that's not the part of your channel that we subscribe to. Yeah. Buddy. Well, that's why. That's why. I got, that's if why I, I was to... the guy holding the camera, I'd be holding it steady on you, but looking past you. Is at what's going on around? Is so Orvis my... still sharing your content? What's that? Is is Orvis still supporting you through sharing your content yes. as well? Yes. Yeah. They've been very kind to me. Um, and yeah, and they repost most of my stuff. They don't repost, so are you like drinking buddies with uh, Rosenbauer now? No, we were uh, we had tentative plans to fish with another guy, um, and it, they were supposed to come out here. Uh, oh my gosh, actually, like right now. That would <laughs> that would that'd be a. I'll be honest with you that that's gonna, when that happens. That's gonna be like. Uh, hopefully and and you know i'm no social media uh, person but i think personally that you don't fucking mention that rosenbauer's in whatever episode you're about to and it's just he's a fucking cameo like make him a fucking cameo it's a great idea it's a great idea so no, I'm sure it'll happen. So I have I have weird relationships with Orvis in or not weird, but uh, um, unique. So 
you well i have multiple different separate relationships and <laughs> i think it's fine for me to tell this do any of them know that you're this. cheating <laughs> yeah no they all work in the same office they all have they all work in the you know, cubicles next to each other so uh when i started the youtube channel phil monahan from orvis reached out to me and he's the guy that's reposting all my videos um i have another relationship with the head product designer of all orvis products um, and that came from a forum a message board that we were on uh before i was even on the drake i think um, oh, wow. yeah and so we kind of knew each other from there and that was before he even worked for them and then he ended up working for them um and so that's that's sean combs uh, a lot of people know him but uh he started he when he was Puff coming Daddy? out to denver yeah yeah well he goes by p diddy he prefers i got you um but <laughs> he reached out he reached out to me to fish and we've since been fishing a few times um but that relationship was totally completely independent of the relationship that i formed with uh phil basically and then tom just kind of got swept up in it all i guess <laughs> so got Tom Pires. And um I was on Tom Tom reached out to me to be on his podcast, which was a big boost for my channel. Um like was that last, two summers ago? I guess last summer? I don't know. Um so long story short, I'm gonna fish with Tom. I know it. So, I've been watching his quarantine videos. As far as fly tying and all that stuff go here lately, he's a Orvis funny show. guy, man. I don't. Th I think his. I think he's underrated as a. Uh, he's he's a funny guy. He's a cool guy. I think yeah. there's a lot worse people you could be watching out there. <laughs> so what are you? What are, where are you at? Um, in so far as like average views per episode at this point. Average. Um, I don't know, probably around ten thousand. Okay. Um, oh, uh, nice. maybe maybe slightly more. Um, it goes up and down, and it's super unpredictable. Um, and like all, it, but it's it's very predictable that the videos that I'm like most stoked about do the worst. That, oh, really? I, that was going to be no, my next question because, like, it's crazy. after like, after we do a podcast, like the next day, usually on the group text, it's like, so what do you think, man? Good episode, and Typically, if everybody's like, man, I'm not really sure. And it does great. And it, well, yeah. man, I'm not really sure means everybody got pretty fucking lit up. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man, I'm about to listen to it. And th those typically are pretty, pretty, do pretty well. Um, and then the ones that were like, man, we nailed it. It's like dribble, it's trickle. Yeah. Totally. Like, I did the one where I took Gregory to Florida and I made a fishing with kids video. I was uh -huh. so, so excited and stoked about that one. And it just fell flat on its face. Did it really? Wow, I was really, really? about that one as well. I was, I was so excited for that one. And yeah. I love it. I think it's fantastic. But the, the performance wasn't there. Um, and I think that's probably because a large part of my audience doesn't have kids <laughs> so right care. yeah they're like whatever <laughs> you know? whatever yeah, boomer yeah you know, i felt the same way about my rational kids video that didn't do very well but uh 
don't know. It's maybe it's just the kid ones, or I don't know. But a lot of ones, I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> but on the other hand, uh, some of them have have performed very well, and I've totally just like pandered to it with like twelve things you need for fly fishing, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So that's why. I'm trying to adapt to what is performing well. And so you've maybe noticed that I'm doing the, like, hey, let's just watch men go fishing for 15 minutes, which I think is the most boring shit ever. Like, I cannot watch that stuff. But people keep asking for it, and they're doing very well. So might as well keep doing it. But I feel the like I'm ripping... I... No, go ahead. No, I mean, that kind of thing. Like, if you're having fun in your video and that shows through like the stuff i want to watch and i enjoy watching the most are like usually groups of friends that are absolutely having like a hilarious crazy fun time and it's not even that the fishing is good it's just like you can tell genuinely yeah like you're like shit like that's the next like new hot thing that i need to be a part of and like through your video you're like part of that group so right, well, I, I just try to make it interesting and not just boring as fuck. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. you know your your average length of your video is probably what three to five minutes, right? Probably around five. Six. You know, and and to that point, you know, I think you're in the sweet spot for most people that are going to like check out a video, move on, you know, get their day going. Yeah, I can't um, watch your video longer than that. F- well, uh, unless I, it's mine. I feel the okay. same way. For the most part, but during this uh, shutdown, I've ended up on the couch on different days where, you know, things aren't going on in the field. So I've got an unexpected day off or whatever. And I've been on YouTube a lot. Yeah. And I have, I, I'm not signed in. Um, I, I watch it on TV, like through, you know, like, you know, just through the app on the smart TV. Right. So it's really based on. <laughs> whatever they're thinking, um, you know, generally this particular TV is searched for. And I don't know how I ended up stumbling upon it, but there's there's a guy that's in Minnesota, I believe. It's not Wisconsin. It's definitely Minnesota. Um, and his videos are like two, two and a half hours long. Oh, and it's, it's Vice, yeah, Vice Grip Garage. Oh yeah, and oh, this okay. dude, so well, yeah, and I, I like I I I'm not mechanically inclined. Um, I got no desire to like fix up a, a car, but like I don't know, it like grabbed me, and the guy's just funny as shit, and he's yeah. and it's a lot like your video, Ben, where it's him talking to the camera, but like he literally goes out and finds like a classic car sitting behind somebody's garage that hasn't run in twenty years. And he'll like figure out how to get the fucking thing started, and like he has yeah. like a four hour drive to get it home, and it's like barely roadworthy. And then eventually you'll get another episode where he actually works on it and like mm-hmm. fixes it up. He doesn't fix it up to be a showpiece. He fixes it up so that somebody will actually take it and turn it into a daily driver. Um, well, you're you're invested in that guy not because of the subject matter, but because of him. Exactly. You, you like him. Yep. I enjoy and, his and, personality and, and, and his yeah. mannerisms and and all exactly. that. Exactly. And that's kind of my one of my angles on the whole thing. And I watch stuff like that too. There's a guy called Marling Bates. 
who he makes like bass lures and stuff like that. And I have no intention of ever making a bass lure, <laughs> but I watch every single 30 minute video. I love that. So. It's low production quality, but I just think he's hilarious and he makes fishing stuff. So I watch it. Right. <laughs> There's yeah. one guy down in um, uh, South Florida, Miami. Uh, his name is like Kenny Fonten or something. Yeah, he I does subscribe to that guy. Dude, he does everything that I wish I could have done while I was down there on a similar kind of budget. Like the dude's catching two or three bonefish a day, like by himself in a canoe in Biscayne yeah. Bay. And then like yeah. like catching and landing a hundred pound tarpon on a fly rod in like Miami Lakes or something. He it's, wrote a little a little book called Fishing on a Budget or something like that. Oh, really? Like, fly, yeah. He yeah, he did his YouTube channel only has like a few hundred subscribers, but he wrote this little. I think it's, it might be an online book that he sells for like five dollars. Like a little ebook called like, yeah, and it's like South Florida, totally centric, and it's like it's fly fishing no, on a budget. It's nothing that like I didn't know about or that I couldn't have done. It's just he was, you know, well, he did not. It. La- he wasn't lazy like I was, and like actually got out there and put in the work. And it's like really inspiring to see like everything that he's doing in there is a hundred percent. Yeah. attainable you know and he yeah. you don't he's have also to have got a forty thousand dollar skiff to run across the bay to go catch but, your boat. but he's got a friend with a skiff that he's in the bay with a lot <laughs> sometimes he's still doing a lot of the stuff out of canoes you know yeah 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 we gotta we gotta post something and tag him in it he, I, uh, his stuff is impressive like if you guys before you go to sleep watch some of his tarpon stuff in miami yeah. it's unreal yeah i subscribe does it have yeah. subtitles no, yeah. he speaks I mean, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would think. Is his content ADA compliant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> More properly put. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But, he, but his, are, his are, you know, like, hey, watch me go fishing type stuff. Yeah, which... yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, it's content driven. Like, that. I see it because yeah. it's like pretty uh, different like... and interesting stuff. You know, so, yeah. like the squad. Ben, when you're yeah, doing these, when you're doing these 15 minutes of Ben fishing videos, are you? Do you have to take somebody along with you to film you, or like? Because I haven't watched any of those. I um, don't have to, but every time I've done it, it's been with somebody, except for your favorite brook trout video. Okay. Um, no, every time I've done it, I've been with somebody, and I got to strategically pick people that don't mind it, you know, drone flying over their head and shit like that. Um, but it's gone pretty well, but I feel like I like those. I, it's, it's honestly a lot easier to do those videos because I don't have to write a script. I don't have to spend an hour yelling at the camera, but, uh, and they perform well, but I feel like I, I I'm ripping people off using those for my Monday videos. And that's right. why I've been, po- that's why I've been posting them as kind bonus extra. videos. Yeah. Yeah, because my bread and butter and what I've built myself on was the instructional how-to kind of stuff that I post every Monday while you're taking a dump. Uh, so, so but like the, you, yeah, go ahead. So with the drone footage, are like near us, there are certain restrictions in place. I know, sure. you know, for national parks, that type of thing. Sure. But for public lands, are there any? Yep. Well, it depends on the public land. I mean, National Park's public land, but there's restriction there. Right, right, yeah. You know, it depends on where you are. And uh, like we were talking about the Smith, um, mm-hmm. 
I researched that and I applied for the drone permit. And uh, yes. he's like, he's they sent me a very nice email, but they're like, yeah, dude, you know your trip's getting canceled, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but no, I've I've tried to uh, uh, adhere to all the proper stuff, and I have some stuff planned for the national park right near me here, and that's definitely something I thought about is I need mm-hmm. to do the proper channels, and like right. I don't know if I should even be filming anything in the national park regardless of it whether it's with a drone or not right no that's that's why i asked not to yeah in the in the everglades if you have a production meaning like a crew of people like four or five people then you need to but if it's like non-commercial type work like youtube mm-hmm. videos i think you're still in the clear for now yeah park. but am i considered commercial i make money from it right now not yeah, see? I, I'm not see? the guy. I'm, that's yeah. See? That's why I was asking because there's so yeah, no, many. Different... Nobody knows the answers to right. these questions, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've just been trying to play by the rules, and I don't know. Um, I I use a lot of stock footage in my mm-hmm. videos. I've started paying for it, so uh, um, I used to I just think... rip them rip them off, <laughs> but I I now. <laughs> I'm much good. more. I'm much more thorough about it. I think you're good, but I know, but it's not something I want to mess around with. Right. Um, mostly, it, it, and it's not even from a legal standpoint. So it's like um, I had one video that got taken down because I used some guy's image and I modified it significantly, wow. and it still got taken down, and I lost ten thousand views. And but more important than that, I lost the momentum. Right and 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 the the video got taken down and so then I had to change one image and repost it and, and repost. I lost all that momentum and I want to send that motherfucker an invoice for lost revenue man I yeah. honestly was, do was that a was that the and one I with the that. drift boat with the the yes. tuna tower on it I just I disputed <laughs> it and I won it and because I, I was right the whole time but that guy got a beef up his ass and, <laughs> and and had it taken down and um and i literally lost money because of that right and i won in the end but uh so that's why I'm just i think ben's phone died more legit <laughs> oh no. pickett's here oh yeah there he is there he is well i think no, you're so better off just you know doing it dotting the i's crossing the t's especially with the music and like footage like that will kill you oh music run. was i was on that on top of that immediately yeah i pay for that always have but that's the also because, biggest point of contention dude, i still I, use limewire <laughs> i would I, I wouldn't be saying that <laughs> but oh, i think i have to be extra sensitive i talk so much shit about people doing the right thing that yeah. if I'm not doing the right kind of somebody yes. is gonna I'm gonna get called out on it and yeah. deservedly so. So that's what yeah. you Exactly. I, I and uh this whole That's gotta be a lot of pressure to you. That. Well, like, pressure. I, mean, I don't know if it's any added pressure when you're fishing in at a river that might be more crowded in the next. Right. Like So how much well, time, Ben, how much time does it take for you from producing the video getting the raw video to the amount of time that you edit per episode yeah um i'm getting faster at editing but i'm also doing slightly more elaborate stuff but basically i if i really sit down i can edit a video in a day 
Um, and that's probably half of that goofing off. When you say so, in a day, like, so you, like you dedicate a full day f- film and editing and so no, you're like putting uh, in no, eight hours. Would be, no, I mean, I'm talking just the editing. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Eight I hours. Would, it, well, I will set aside eight hours for it, but it probably would only take four. <laughs> right. So, I mean, um, I mean, right. Yeah. I'm getting faster. Uh, but I'm also making it more complicated. No, it's, it, it'll take me a day to edit a video. But it's I'm, my schedule's all over the place. So right now, I have a lot of free time. So you doing it in day. iMovie? What are you doing it in? iMovie. I'm very basic. I think I've, it's probably time for me to upgrade to something better. I mean, An- Andrew's probably cringing over here. <laughs> iMovie. Oh. <laughs> but I, I keep it basic for the it's labor intensive but it's basic editing like like andrew's a trained editor i don't i've never learned anything except for off of a youtube video right so and i'm i still constantly reference that stuff well with that i can lay down some pretty fat beats in i garage for you (laughs) royalty free if i can do it anybody can do it and it's my stuff's getting slightly more simple. I just started trying to sync my cuts to the music, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty basic shit. <laughs> but but it, uh, I uh, I'll go out and shoot something in a day, and then I'll either crank it out in one day, or I'll just like do an hour or two here in the evenings until I get a video, right. you know. Yeah, no, that was, that was, you know, again, back to my whole thing was if you have, you know, DNR coming out saying, you know, this is a no fly zone because no. we have, you know, no, and, um, I don't think anybody's going to, or... I don't think anyone's going to harass me about that. And mm-hmm. I think if, if I got any flack about that, it would be after the fact, right know, after, after the, right. Okay. the, the video yeah. was posted. Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, most of the places I'm doing this, there are no people around. So yesterday, so yesterday, we were on one side of the river and we're fishing, and I had my my sick chesty GoPro on, and I'm gonna do a fishing. I with hate ben. that fucking chesty GoPro, dude. Uh, you think you, you think you hate it? Try try wearing it, talking to it. Hey hey so, Ben, hey Ben, watch this sick redfish eat off of the mangrove. <laughs> yeah, sorry I missed that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm I'm like doing a fishing with Ben video and I'm like standing in the river and this guy comes on the other side of the river and on the fishing with Ben videos, I can't I got to be talking cuz it's mm-hmm. boring as shit if you're just sitting there watching the cast. Right. And it, when he came up I'm like I can't I can't do this. Like I can't just stand here and talk to myself with this guy 70 feet away across i just look like a weirdo so yeah. i stopped and like sat on the bank until he left <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do it man i couldn't do it stay away from it. this guy he's crazy <laughs> i don't know it just felt weird so i don't know it's I'm, I'm i'm still not accepting the fact that i have a youtube channel i think well yeah. i hate to be the bearer of um the wet blanket but um, it looks like my phone is probably going to die here shortly. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I can't charge while we're doing this. Yeah, so, me neither. Um, 
we uh, we're about an hour and forty into it, so we got a decent episode for a, yeah. for a COVID uh, deal. But uh, Ben, thanks for coming on and joining us, giving us a little yeah, uh, peek My behind pleasure. the. Behind I, the curtain of uh, what it's I, like I to be the huge guy. No, you didn't. We, we know you well enough that that's that's like no big deal. <laughs> I, I think everyone that watches my shit knows I like to talk about myself anyway. Don't forget to give a thumbs up and subscribe. <laughs> Smash that button. Um, I'd really love to get you guys out here. And honestly, dude, I had plans to come down there as soon as I can, but. You know, hopefully uh, with the rescheduled um, dinghy derby. That would be pretty cool if you came down. That would, you know, think about what a great episode that could be. Yeah, it's very, very high on my list. Um, So, and imagine uh, how much we're going to forget the next morning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel sorry for the guys that we're going to have to hire to take us out. (laughs) (laughs) Their problem. All right, well, I actually have a pretty good feeling that this might be one of the last times we have to do the uh, FaceTime episode. I think uh, by the time we all are ready to do another episode 46, that uh, we'll be able to do it around the old oak table. Um, Ben, feel free to hop on an airplane and come join us one day. Yeah, as soon as I can. Fingers crossed and a, a swig of mountain water. All right. It was good well, talking to all you guys, man. Yeah, man. Highlight of the highlight of uh, yeah. recent activities. Uh, it's been great hanging out with everybody. And uh, Ted, be safe up in the Great White North. Andrew, keep your head down. Uh, tornado season. Yeah, buddy. Uh, been sitting. Take care, man. We appreciate you. Right on. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that was episode number 45, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Kind of, sort of, from the Taylor Park and kind of, sort of, from all across Canada and America. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Take care, folks. Love you guys. Bye, All right, later, bro. Yeah, they bailed. All right, well, fellas, uh, I'm working all week. So, uh,